Hello, this is David Nakao Wilcoxon. This audio is from a Revelation Timeline Decoded YouTube video series that I made in 2021. The videos were very low tech, mostly me reading what's on the screen, so you're not missing much in the audio version. The Revelation Layers Chart and Summary PDFs that I refer to in the videos can be found at www.revelationtimelinedecoded.com. Enjoy the lesson. Hello, Set Apart Saints. This is David, and in this video, I'm going to talk about the judgment of the harlot church of Rome. In Revelation, Messiah gives the narrative of the historical battle between the Satan-empowered leaders of the Roman beast kingdom fighting against Messiah and his saints. So he points to pagan Roman emperors, Antichrist beast popes, and the false prophet Jesuit superior generals. The underlying narrative of Revelation has been Satan's false church, which has created many deceptions to mislead people and to try to destroy Messiah's true ecclesia of saints from within. There's been a historical battle between the two churches, the false church of the great city of Rome and Messiah's ecclesia, which is called Holy Jerusalem. Messiah's true ecclesia of saints is made up of both Jews and Gentiles. Satan's false church mimics the true faith, but is based on idolatry and concepts which are contrary to scripture. Recall Messiah's parable of the wheat and the tares in Matthew thirteen twenty-four to 30 It says, Another parable he put forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat, and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, didst not thou sow good seed in thy field? From whence then hath it tares? He said unto them, An enemy has done this. The servants said unto him, Will thou then that we go and gather them up? But he said, Nay, lest while ye gather up the tares, ye root up also the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And in the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, Gather ye together first the tares, and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. So we see the order. The tares are bound, the tares are burned first, and then the wheat, the saints, are gathered into the kingdom, into his barn. At first, the wheat and tares look alike, but as they mature, their fruit reveals their true nature. Messiah is describing his true ecclesia of wheat, and the enemy's false tares church. In 2 Thessalonians 2, 7-11, the Apostle Paul says, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let, until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming, even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of righteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie. Paul is telling them that the enemy's false tares church, the mystery of iniquity, had already been set up in the first century. It's a mystery because it pretends to be Messiah's true church, but it teaches idolatry and concepts which are contrary to Scripture. Paul is pointing to the man of sin, the son of perdition, who leads the tares church, rising to power after the restraining Western Roman emperor is removed. This took place in 476 AD as part of the fourth trumpet judgment. 
The Mystery of Iniquity video shows how it's feasible that Simon Magus, the sorcerer who tried to buy the power of the Holy Spirit and was rebuked by Peter, went to Rome to feign to be an apostle of Messiah. He combined the Babylonian mystery religion with the true faith, which was the mystery of iniquity. This set the foundation of Romanism, which is a perversion of the true faith being combined with the paganism of the Babylonian mystery religion. This is why the harlot church in Revelation 17 is called Mystery Babylon the Great. The Roman Catholic Church proclaims that Peter, the apostle, was the first Catholic pope, but it seems that it was Simon Magus. Peter points to false prophets and calls them beastly men. Second Peter 2.1 says, But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. 2 Peter 2.12 says, But these, as natural brute beasts, made to be taken and destroyed, speak evil of the things that they understand not, and shall utterly perish in their own corruption. The office of the papacy in Revelation is called the beast, and it's feasible that Simon Magus was the first Antichrist beast priest of the Roman Catholic Church. He combined the Babylonian mystery religion with the true faith, which is the mystery of iniquity. After several centuries of Satan using the Roman Empire to brutally persecute Messiah's church, he realized that the more that he caused the emperors to kill the saints, the faster Messiah's assembly grew. So Satan changed his strategy to infiltrate Messiah's church, to seek to destroy it from within. He caused Constantine to stop the persecutions and had him and the Roman bishops codify Roman Christianity which became the state religion. This tares church has done more harm to the saints than the Roman Empire. The falling away of 2 Thessalonians 2 video shows how Emperor Constantine and the Roman bishops codified Romanism at the Council of Nicaea. They changed the names of idols, such as Isis to Mary, Jupiter to St. Peter. They changed the scriptural Sabbath to Sunday because they worshiped the sun god. This is why there's a sun god obelisk in the middle of a solar wheel in St. Peter's Square, which designates the basilica as a temple of the worship for the sun god. Inside the basilica, there's a gigantic sun symbol behind the Antichrist beast pope's grandiose throne. The falling away that the Apostle Paul warned about in 2 Thessalonians 2 happened in the 4th century. Many believers compromised their faith and they joined with the Roman church to take positions of power. The influence of the Roman Council of Nicaea causes today's Protestant churches to follow unscriptural concepts. Easter and Christmas replace the Father's seven holy feast days, which Messiah is fulfilling to redeem the set-apart saints. Messiah said to come out of the influence of her teachings. This all happened before the Antichrist beast popes, the son of perdition, were given civil and ecclesiastic power over the Roman beast kingdom in 538 AD. The popes proclaim to lead Messiah's church, thus they sit in the temple, the body of Messiah's saints, but they teach a false gospel of works through the sacraments, and that Mary is the intercessor to the Father, which is Antichrist. They have already proclaimed to be God and to forgive sins, which is blasphemy. Satan has used the Antichrist beast popes to nourish the terrorist church, making it seem like the church of Messiah. Messiah's ecclesia, the wheat, and Satan's Roman Catholic Church, the tares, have grown side by side through history. Wheat and tares look similar until they bear fruit. Tares are a weed known as darnel, or bastard wheat, which has black and poisonous fruit. When we look at the fruit of the Roman Catholic Church, we see darkness and sorcery. Indeed, she is the bastard wheat of Satan and the Antichrist beast Pope. We see the vast difference between the wheat of Messiah's Ecclesia and the tares of the Roman Catholic Church, and the time of judgment has come. Messiah had nowhere to call home, 
But the homes and basilicas of the Antichrist Beast popes are overly ornate. They spent trillions of dollars on basilicas, which are filled with marble, fine wood, silver, gold, when they could have used that money to end world hunger, to provide clean water to everyone, and to end homelessness. In the Popes are the Men of Sin video, we see how a supposed Christian leader causes Catholics to sin. They make idols of Mary and the crucifix and bow to them. They remove the second commandment to hide their perversion. They cause Catholics to pray to Mary as the supposed intercessor to the Father. They caused Catholics to murder tens of millions of saints during the Dark Ages and the Inquisition. They caused Catholics to make repetitious prayers using beats, which Messiah forbid. They caused Catholics to confess their sins to a man, not to the Heavenly Father. They demand that priests be celibate, which leads to rampant homosexuality, rape of nuns and children. And they leave Catholics lost in their sins with the false gospel of works through the sacraments. Revelation 11, 1-2 points to when Martin Luther, then a Catholic monk, was used to measure the church. He was led to compare what the popes teach against the scriptures, and he found out that the Roman church is apostate and is the harlot church of the Antichrist beast popes. The Roman Catholic Church is delegated to the outer court of the Gentiles, and it's not part of the true temple, as is the Tares Church of the Antichrist Beast Popes. Revelation 13 describes Catholics who revere, mark on their forehead, and obey, mark on their right hand, their actions, the Antichrist Beast Pope. The Antichrist Beast Popes banned and burdened the scriptures in the Dark Ages. Satan used the harlot Church of Rome to persecute the saints even more relentlessly than the pagan Roman Empire. The end times earth beast phase of the Roman beast kingdom is controlled by the false prophet, Jesuit superior general, the Black Pope, whose Jesuit priests spread the false gospel of Romanism so that Catholics revere the Pope. In Revelation 17, we see how the harlot church of Rome priests wear purple and scarlet robes. They use the golden cup during the blasphemous Eucharist ceremony. They are drunk with the blood of the saints. Watch the Revelation 17 Mystery Babylon the Great videos to see the full explanation. This folk Christian church is based on the Babylonian mystery religion, thus her name, Mystery, Babylon the Great. It uses symbolism to convey the worship of the pagan Christ child, Tammuz. The Roman priests hold up the round sun god Eucharist wafer for all to revere, and then place it on a crescent moon holder in the monstrance. This represents the sexual union of the sun god and moon goddess, which produces the incarnate Christ child, Tammuz. This blasphemous ceremony is carried out in churches all over the world. Revelation 17:16 says, And the ten horns which thou saw upon the beast, these shall hate the whore, and shall make her desolate and naked, and shall eat her flesh, and burn her with fire. So Revelation 17, 1-15 describes the harlot church of the Antichrist beast Pope, who rose to power after seven forms of government of the pagan Roman Empire. He exerted his authority over the ten kingdoms of the fallen Roman Empire. Revelation 17, 16-17 is pointing to the judgment of the harlot Roman Catholic Church. When this is fulfilled, it will be by the hand of the false prophet Jesuit Superior General. That may seem contrary, as he's supposedly a Catholic Church priest. But he's the false prophet, a fake priest. He serves Satan. He controls the ten European countries of the fallen Roman Empire, the Ten Horns. After the one world government of the seventh bowl is fully formed, he may command those countries to forsake their allegiance to the Roman Catholic Church. Recall what took place during the first, second, and third vile judgments. The people were turned against their Catholic leaders and priests, and they systematically killed them. An example of a harlot being desolated is given in Micah 1.7. And all the graven images thereof shall be beaten to pieces, and all the hires thereof shall be burned with the fire, and all the idols thereof will I lay desolate. 
for she gathered it of the hire of an harlot, and they shall return to the hire of a harlot. I can see a time when the Roman Catholic basilicas are attacked, and all the graven images destroyed, and the buildings burned down, and the priests killed. Revelation 17, 17 says, For God hath put in their hearts to fulfill his will, and to agree, and give their kingdom unto the beast, until the words of God shall be fulfilled. So these ten kingdoms have aligned with the beast historically since the Roman popes took power in the 6th century. But in the end, they're going to be used to execute judgment on her. The Society of Jesus is a spiteful bunch who always looks for ways to exact revenge upon their enemies. The false prophet, Jesuit Superior General, is just using the Vatican and the Roman Catholic Church to gather the world under his power. Once that is achieved, and he is ruling from Jerusalem, he may cause the harlot church grand basilicas to be desolated and her priests killed. The ten horns are pointing to the ten kingdoms of the fallen Roman Empire in Western Europe, in which there are many basilicas. There are 573 basilicas in Italy alone, with 66 of them in Rome. When you look at what's taking place in these countries right now, you see Muslims' massive immigration. When they reach a majority, they may be used to carry out this judgment on the harlot church. Recall that they are the miry clay of the iron clay feet of the statue in Daniel 2, which don't mix well with each other. Roman Catholic priests' rampant homosexuality and their sexual crimes against children could lead to a worldwide revolt against the Catholic priests, leading to their destruction. And wouldn't that be a righteous judgment after they've been getting away with their crimes for so long? It could be that the judgment is partially fulfilled by the Roman Catholic Church being exposed for her many crimes against humanity, so the Catholics cease to support her and leave her. France has historically played a huge role in the vile judgment, so perhaps it will be France leading the way of Europe's ten kingdoms to attack the Vatican. Joseph Benson's commentary on Revelation says, Rome, therefore, will finally be destroyed by some of the princes who are reformed, or shall be reformed, from popery. As the kings of France have contributed greatly to her advancement, it is not impossible nor improbable that some time or other they may also be the principal authors of her destruction. Jacques Philpot says, as the king of France did his utmost to enhance the glory of popery, it will be the king of France who shall contribute to her ruin. Revelation 17.18 says, And the woman which thou saw is that great city, which reigneth over the kings of the earth. Now keep in mind that the apocalyptic vision is from John's perspective. So it's easy to see that the great city is Rome, as the Roman Empire reigns supreme. Revelation 18 describes her judgment. The Vatican has enriched the merchants of the earth. In her thousands of ornate basilicas, you see the things that are described to build them. Gold, silver, marble, fine wood. And for priests... Fine linen, pearls, silk, and scarlet. And for sacraments, cinnamon, fine flour, ointment, oil, incense. So you can watch the Revelation 18 Roman Catholic Church's Babylon the Great Proof video for more details. We see the contrast of the two churches, one to judgment and the other to the marriage of the Lamb. Revelation 19:78 says, Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him. For the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife hath made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints. And he said unto me, Write, Blessed are they which are called into the marriage of the Lamb. And he said unto me, These are the true sayings of God. Messiah's historical narrative of the two churches has come full circle. The tares church is due for judgment. The first part of Revelation 21.9 says, And there came unto me one of the seven angels which had the seven vials full of the seven last plague. We've seen the judgment of Catholics during the first four vile judgments. 
as they have the mark of the beast, as they revere the Antichrist beast popes. We've seen the Antichrist beast pope being removed from civil authority during the fifth vile judgment, and we see the judgment of the harlot church of Rome draws nigh. So what's the timing of her judgment? In the seventh vial of Revelation, in the Battle of Armageddon video, I show how it points to the finalization of the one world government, through which the great city, the Roman beast kingdom, controls the world via three city-state corporations, which are called the empire of the city. Note that it declares in Revelation 16:19, And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. And great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. It's pointing to Yah, our Heavenly Father, pouring out his wrath on the harlot church of Rome, which is called Mystery Babylon the Great. So it seems that her judgment takes place after the one world government is fully formed, after great political upheaval when all countries give power to the one world government. Again, the false prophet, Jesuit superior general, who leads the Roman beast kingdom in the end times, is not Catholic. He serves Satan. The society of Satan and Rome are spiteful and are being used for Yah's judgment. Let's recall Matthew 13.30. Let both grow together until the harvest. And in the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, Gather ye first the tares, and bind them in bundles to burn them. But gather the wheat into my barn. Let me end by pointing out the massive failure of pastors to properly teach prophecy fulfillment so that we see who is the Antichrist beast who leads the harlot church of Rome. The end times church proclaims that the Roman Catholic Church is just another Christian denomination who leans towards works and that the Pope teach some odd things, but they fail to see that most Catholics are believing in a false gospel and praying to a false intercessor in Mary, and they pray to a priest for forgiveness, which leaves them lost in their sins. The end times church fails to see the huge mission field in Catholics and fails to fulfill their mandate to proclaim the true gospel to Catholics. We're all going to stand before our righteous judge to account for what we teach and what we have believed and proclaimed. And I pray that this video series helps Christians and Catholics all see the truth of prophecy fulfillment so they understand who is the Antichrist beast. They understand who is the harlot church of Rome so that everyone has a covenant relationship with the Father through the Son and that many come out of the harlot church of Rome for a great redemption of souls in the end times. In the next video, I'll give a big picture summary of the fulfillment of the prophecies that we've covered in this series. Thank you for listening to this Revelation Timeline Decoded audio. You can request a free copy of the Revelation Timeline Decoded summary PDF or order a printed copy of the book, which explains it in detail, at revelationtimelinedecoded.com. I love y'all. Shalom.